0: You will always be above and never beneath. That is written. Amen. He says by Jesus' straps, you are healed. That is written. He says that he became poor so that you might be rich. That is written. That is written, family. So you have got the power and the ability to walk in this God-given victory and have victorious living every single day. You don't need to be overcome. No, you are more than an overcomer through Jesus Christ. Through the finished works of the cross, he, he died and He rose again with victory and with keys to the kingdom to give it to you and I. It gives the Father great pleasure, it says, to give you the kingdom. This is not a fairy tale thing where you read it Cinderella and Cinderella inherits and the kingdom. That's not what this is. This is about a living God, a God that is all powerful, omniscient, Father, omnipresent. He sees, He's aware. He says, these eyes are to and fro looking to see who's ready to receive from the Lord. It is written. Are you ready to receive? Are you ready to believe? Have you increased your capacity so much that you can say, Father, I am ready for the measure of my believing? As you believe, so you will receive. Amen. So you have the power to dominate and to rule. I'm so out of my word. Thank you, Jesus. I just love it when he does that. In Genesis 1.28, we learn about the authority bestowed on mankind. The blessing to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish, and to subdue and to dominate. That is what we read about in Genesis 1.28, am I right? Amen. But there's so much more to this verse than just the words that God spoke over mankind. This is the first time that mankind encounters daddy. Daddy. This is the first time they encounter daddy, their Abba, their father. We've concentrated so much on the words, which is absolutely brilliant because I'm sharing on that as well. But this is the first time that they open up their eyes and this is my dad. Imagine for some of you that might have not known your dad growing up. And then you encounter your dad at a certain stage and your dad speaks such blessings over you. Man, this was dad saying, now listen, here you are on earth and here you are to rule. Yeah, you rule. Yeah, you conquer. year you give the shots. Amen? And it's still like that, family, right now. It is still like that. Nothing has changed. Amen? And nothing has changed. In Genesis 2.19, something interesting happens, and man is getting a lesson from his father on the power of words. If you look there, it says here, Genesis 2.19 in KJV, And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever... What does it say? It says, unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So God brought these animals before Adam as a demonstration for Adam to realize that there's power in my speaking. It wasn't just so that they can be a lion and we can know it's a lion. Oh, it's a bear. We know it's a bear. That's, that's, that's not what it was about. It was about a demonstration for him to see that I have just spoken everything that you see into existence. This is now your chance to speak. This is now your chance to demonstrate. Whatever I bring before you, you name it, you call it, and so it will be. And so life will bring certain things our way. And whatever it's going to be is what we choose to call it. Whether sickness comes against us, we can call it healed. Amen. When a broke comes against us, we can call provision. Amen. It comes before us. We have the authority and the power to call it and to dictate to it. Some of you are still daydreaming. You're still on Christmas holiday. Christmas is already to come. Amen. Life will bring these circumstances and situations your way to see what you will call it. So whatever you call it, it's hard. It will be hard. I don't know what's going to happen. That's exactly what you're going to get. What does the word of God say? The word says that exactly as I've heard you say into my ear is what I will do. It is written. It's a word. So what are you saying? Somebody once complained to me about their husband. And they told me how bad their husband is and how much more they would love their husband to be loving and kind to them. And, you know, to just be like how Pastor Wellington is. (laughs) And all the lady says, amen. (laughs) But what you don't understand is that I faithed him in. I faithed him to be like that. His pillow, I anointed his cup, I anointed his chair when he was still wayward. I didn't call him wayward, well, he wasn't really wayward, he just didn't want to go to church. But he was a good man and a good father still, but he just didn't want to go to church because he believed God was everywhere. So, but I faithed him in. I faithed him to be a good man, a good father, a good provider. I faithed him in. When I married him, he wasn't a pastor, it was well hidden that he was ever going to be a pastor. But guess what? I said to God that I didn't marry a man that was going to, because when we dated, I would go to his flat, I'll wake him up, I'll iron his clothes, I said, I don't care if we're 20 minutes late for church, we will go to church. And we did. And so that's what we did. And so when we got married, I said, "Ah, I didn't marry a man that was going to say, God is everywhere, he can just stay at home. No. No. I said, there is no way, devil, I'm serving notice on you. So this person complained to me about their husband, like my husband to be like how your husband is. And I said, I faithed him, man. So if the, the fact that you are still speaking of how he is, he's never going to change. So if you are still speaking about your old car and your old job and your old house and your old this and the thing that is like this and like that, the more you speak it, the more you are confessing it because there we have seen in Genesis 2.19 that we have the ability to speak a thing that comes before us. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 18.20 in the Good News Translation says this, You will have to live with the consequences of everything you say. It is written. It is written. You will have to live with the consequences of everything you say. What you say can preserve life or destroy it. So you must accept the consequences of your words. I'm so fat. I'm getting so fat. I'm so this. I'm so that. I'm getting old. How are you doing? Just battling along. You've said it. You will continue to battle along. How are you doing? Hey, I'm swag, man. Machas. I don't have money, man. I'm swak. You've said it. I hear people speak. Do you think I know how to speak like that? No, I hear people say things like that. Yeah. Exactly as you have said it, so it will be. You will have to accept the consequences of your words. Proverbs 18, 20, again to 21 in the God's Word translation. A person's speaking ability provides for his stomach. His talking provides him a living. The tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love to talk, kuluma.com, and those who love to talk will have to eat their own words. I'm just saying, Pastor I'm just being honest. Oh, you know what, I was just joking. I didn't really mean that. The Word of God doesn't say that, that it's, you're going to get if you're joking. No, whatever you say. Yeah. Even when you are joking, did you say? Yeah. Even when you're being so honest and let's be real. Are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. I said to somebody this week that... I had to grow up very quickly in my spiritual walk when we learned faith because we didn't always know faith. And I had to learn how to grow up very quickly in my spiritual walk because we were struggling. Most of you know we were, we were poor. We didn't have much. And I said to Pastor Wellington when he started this faith business and he said like, you know, we are rich because the Bible says let the poor say I'm rich. And so he was confessing it like, you know, we're rich. We've got abundance. Everything needed supplied. And I was like, babe, just listen, let's be real. Let's look at what's on the ground here. Yeah. I know you're believing in this faith business right now, and it's good, but let's just look at this right now. We don't have food. We don't have money. Our our tires on (laughs) the cars are as smooth as a snake's belly. Let's be real about what we are facing here. And you know, he said to me that you are going to be the reason why we still stay in this state. You are going to have to play catch up, and you're going to have to get into the word of God to increase your capacity to believe so that we can get out of this. And when he said it to me, I realized that I don't want to be the reason why my children are still standing in class. I don't want to be the reason why the electricity man is still coming to cut our power. Or why the, the water man has to put that little thingy, Johan, in the water. To, to cut the water flow. And I quickly had to mature. So even if you are in covenant, in, in marriage with somebody. Or if you are a family here. Get in alignment and start to believe. You don't want to be the reason why your family is still struggling. Yeah. You don't want to be the one that is still speaking contrary. Everybody is speaking faith. And while they're speaking faith, you are coming with your shovel, digging up whatever they what have just spoken. Yeah. Don't let that be you. Yeah. Ladies, let's mature this year and stand behind our man, Stand next to them. Amen. And help lift up their hands and say, yes, we're doing this. Yeah. Amen. Because yeah. with God, all things are possible. So Pastor Wellington said this, I think, on the New Year's, and I'll say it again. This year, let's make a conscious decision and effort to watch our words. Amen? Amen. You are your own destiny setter. You set your destiny by the power of your words. What you say is what you will get. Amen? Amen. So if your spouse or your child is wayward, don't speak they wayward. And you know what people do? People speak bad things. And you know when it happens, they say, see, I told you. Like they are some big prophet. No. You have just spoken your circumstances into existence. The child climbs the tree. You're going to fall from there. Get down. You're going to fall. You're going to get hurt. Boom, the child falls. I told you. You're no prophet. You're simply eating the manifestation of your words. I'm not saying that you shouldn't watch over your children and stuff like that. But watch what you speak over them. Yeah. You're just like your father. You're just like your mother. you just, no. Yeah. Just like God. Yeah. You're like your father. Yeah. Remember, when they encountered the father, the first thing was spoken is the blessing. Yeah. So when you encounter your children, speak blessings over them. Yeah. Decree yeah. their future. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the same energy that you used to call all that, you might as well use that energy to call them full of life and born again and spirit-filled and sober. Amen? Doesn't matter if your child went and did nonsense out there. The fact that their hearts are still beating, God has still got a purpose for them. Amen? Still got a purpose for them. So you need to start to confess that you're a magnet to God's goodness. You're a magnet. Amen? Amen? To the blessings of the Lord. And this year we are not just saying it as a mental ascend or just mental knowledge. No. This year we are actually, for those of you who believe, we're actually going to encounter. Say to Pastor Wellington and the children, I'm not just going to say we're going to encounter the goodness of God. No. We're going to encounter the manifest goodness of God. Amen. The manifest goodness of God. That blessings that will take you over that you don't even have room enough to contain it. It is written. So it should come to pass. Amen. It is written. Tell your neighbor, it is written. Amen. So this is a year for us to experience God's manifest goodness. Encounter it and live in it. Amen. And to access all that he has for us through the knowledge and the application of his word. What does that mean? Obedience. Through the knowledge and then the application. So we get taught and we go and do. Amen. And therefore we will walk in victory. Luke 12. 32, in the King James says this, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And then in Matthew sixteen nineteen, in the message, it says this, and that's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom, keys to open any and every door. Isn't that what Pastor Wellington has been teaching us? Amen? Keys to open any and every door. No more barriers. No more barriers between heaven and earth, earth and heaven. A yes on earth is yes in heaven, and a no on earth is no in heaven. So there's no need for you to be experiencing closed doors regarding the will of God. There are certain things we can pray about, but we don't need to pray about the will of God regarding us being prosperous, about us being well, being whole and healed. We don't need to pray about those things. You don't need to go and fast over sh- should you be healed. And should you be increased this year. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Yeah. And in his kingdom there's no lack. Yeah. Amen. No darkness at all. So we don't need to pray about this. The word says that may you, may, may you prosper and be in. May you prosper and be in health. Even as your soul prospers. Yeah. So it is written. And that settles it right there. Oh, we're not supposed to be, say, rich and wealthy and prosperous. No, it's not dirty words. May you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So it gives the Father great pleasure to increase you and I. Amen. For you and your children to experience increase. But you will increase by the fruit of your lips. Amen. 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 Victorious living will come from there. It will start from there, from you increasing your capacity to believe. So as you stand with me, because I'm out of time, it was already set. Nothing can alter what the the Father has already said about you, except you. If you don't walk in it, if you don't believe it, you won't receive it. But if you believe it, there's nothing stopping you. There's nothing as powerful as a made-up mind. When your mind is made up. Amen? And so, the Word of God is not just for information, or for inspiration, but it's for transformation. Yeah. That is what the Word of God is for. Yeah. It's not just so we can have a goosebump. No, it's for transformation. Yeah. And unless you see it in your life, you're still not experiencing the goodness of God. Yeah. You need to start walking in it. Yeah. And once you have prayed for something, don't keep on praying. You've already asked. The Word of God says, when you pray believing, yeah. you shall receive. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So when did you receive it? When you prayed. So you don't need to keep going back and asking God for the house, the car, the job, the increase, the promotion, your health. No. What do you do now? You thank him. You praise him. While you wait, you praise him. Wait on you, Lord. Wait on you, Lord. While I wait, I'll be praising. While I wait, I'll be praying and declaring myself out of this situation. Amen. God is a good God family. This is not a year where we are going to get overcome. The word of God says that our lives have already been redeemed from destruction. Amen. So even when I was there on my knees, I'm not on my knees for my own things. I'm on my knees declaring even over this week that there will be an unveiling over the the Trinity family. That God will open up your eyes. He will let you see like how he said to Abraham. Look, open your eyes and see. But we don't see with our mental or with the physical eyes. We see with our spirit. And that's what I was praying for. That this week, after this fast, that we will live victoriously. That we will encounter the manifest goodness of God. So hold your seat in your hand. Father, we just thank you this morning. We thank you for every person under the sound of my voice. I just give you honor, Father. I thank you, Jesus, that this is your doing and it is good. And that, Father God, as we have heard your word, that we will watch our words. That we will speak only that which you have decreed in your word. So that we can say to the enemy that it is written. And it is written, Lord, that you said that we will always be above and never beneath. And so I decree that over over our church family, over those watching online as well. That they will always be above and never beneath. And that they will always walk in the guidance of their father. And be obedient to all that you say and do. So even as they give their seed and return their tithe this morning, may you bless them and meet them at the point of their need, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name and all God's people say, Amen. Amen.